chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the moment. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Nuts, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan. For the average fan, I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick. And Thomas, hopefully uh, the weather looks good outside here in Bryan College Station. Hopefully we won't get interrupted by some hail like we did last week. Car took a little damage, but we're all right. And we're back and ready to talk about uh, this weekend in Martinsville. Whose car took more damage, yours or Ryan Newman's? <laughs> or Ryan Priest, for that matter. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think you're on the uh, email list, but uh, the Ryan Newman press release was actually really good talking about uh, all the damage that he went through and limped around and finished on three tires and still was able to get a uh, top 20 finish, I believe. So nice job by Ryan Newman. Yeah, you'll have to get me on the list. I, I guess you're more of the play-by-play. I'm more of the color guy. That I don't yeah, you have stuff. more of the historical knowledge. I'm just, I call it as I see it. You're more the analyzer. You're more the analyst. So yeah. we'll break all that down. It seems like uh, some of the weather that we got made its way to Martinsville, Virginia this weekend. And we talked about Bristol wanting to get a roof, and we also talked last week about NASCAR testing out some rain tires, and we could have used both of them this weekend. Yeah, I mean, where's the effing roof, man? And, you know, where's the effing rain tires? And, and I, I went back and read the rain tire thingy. I don't think they're actual rain. They, they wouldn't run in the rain with those. They would run just after it rained because – Well, I mean, it's still, better. it's still better than what they have. Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely – it would avoid the uh, the – the thing I had the one time I went out to Texas, uh, uh motor speedway. Well, no, this was different. Cause that time it was raining the whole time. Yeah. The first time I went on my own, it stopped raining like at 1145 and the race was supposed to start at 12 and the race started at like three 30. Cause it took forever to dry the track. I mean, they won't run it at Texas just cause it's, I think the speeds get too high, but they would avoid something like that at Martinsville. Um, and we definitely could have used them this weekend. So hopefully they, uh, this uh, sticks a, a prod in their backside to get going on that. Well, I don't think they could run it at Texas because of the traction compound on the track. Probably make it too slick, you know. Oh, shit. Fucking <laughs> traction. All right. Well, let's break down to the Xfinity race. It was the first race. It was supposed to be Friday night. Um, and then they rescheduled it to uh saturday and then of course it wasn't able to happen saturday uh, because of all the rain so they we ran it on sunday um, before the cup series race and josh berry was able to get the win followed by noah gregson in second daniel hemrick in third ty gibbs in fourth and brandon jones in fifth josh berry pulling away with the victory and it was kind of ironic um at least to me you know we, we had kind of done our quarter breakdown and for me the biggest disappointment was uh junior motorsports and the biggest driver disappointing for me was noah gregson and they came out and they dominated this race junior motorsports finishing first second ninth and tenth and then uh, noah gregson winning the the uh cash a hundred thousand dollars yeah i think they uh they they listen to you or listen to us um we had, we had always said early on they had speed but they had problems like running into dipshits and stuff and uh you know they finished it out um it's funny because i told you watching those last five or six laps the cars around noah gregson were david Starr and daniel hemrick and uh one of those two could have ruined his night but uh you know they're classy gentlemen so they didn't do it 
Although the one thing that uh, you know, always made, we, we're big David Starr fans, but it never fails. He tweets out his paint <laughs> four hours before the race. And like, we always know it's going to be Whataburger, but I want to share it and we want to, you know, brag about it because it's a sweet looking car. We never know for sure. And then sure shit, four hours before I texted it to you and there's David Starr. Yeah, because yeah, every once in a while he comes out in the rando car and you can't even, because sometimes he's racing, uh, I think once or twice he's been number 13 and once or twice he's been 61. So you can't even like pick the right car. You got to guess what. Um, yeah, so uh any whataburger fans or anybody who's got direct line to david star just tell them let us know on wednesday part of the reason i I don't you know i took marketing classes you get sponsors to put stuff out yeah so if someone's sponsoring you if you start letting people know they're sponsoring you on wednesday that's extra days of you know, you know, we've talked about it where it's like, you know, the sponsor, you know, you're trying to work on it all week. So you may not be able to get it any time, but Whataburger has been his main sponsor every single yeah. time. And I could, we could see. Well, them. he's had a couple offshoots. He's had some random for the ones, most but, part, by the most part. Yeah. It's, but it just all depends on what number is. So if David Starr, if you're listening, uh, just DM us, we'll wait. Uh, you know, we embargo a lot of stuff uh, with our professions and we'll keep it a secret and we just like to hold on to it. Well, back to the main man uh, of the of the, the race, Josh Berry. He uh, he bene- he benefited from short pitting, and part of that is, you know, he's he doesn't have to worry about um, stage points and whatnot since he's not going to be in the playoffs. So he was able to pit a couple laps. There was a yellow flag with like ten laps to go in stage two. He pitted with a couple other people, and then he was dominant the last like when the others pitted at that second stage that put him out front, he was dominant the last 120 laps. Bailey Curry led a couple laps after a pit, like midway through that last stage, but he got passed pretty quick. And then Josh let Ty Gibbs who kudos to Ty Gibbs again. Like he finished like fourth, I think fourth. Yeah. Fourth. Yeah. I mean, but you could tell Barry let him in front for about 20 laps, let him wear his stuff out, and he never got out of a striking distance. So just a uh, the short track uh, fiend or whatever you want to call him, Josh Barry uh, has to be exciting for Dale Jr. and maybe uh, get him some more races. I, well, yeah, I think the original deal was 12 races maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he keeps racing like he's been racing, because he was pretty good at uh, some of the other tracks. So I think he's earned the right to get more seat time. And Junior dropped in an interview. He's talking about Cup Series. I think we'll talk more about that on Thursday. But hey, you know, who are you going to put in your Cup car? You got four solid riders or drivers um, right now with Gregson and that Allgaier and, or not Allgaier. What the fuck did I say that for? God damn it. Who did I miss? No, all guys are junior motorsports guy. Oh shit! Well, then I'm smarter than you are. And Josh and Barry that, and, and then that, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to trust yourself, and I'm I'm proud of you for uh, getting back to the uh, script. We were getting a little off track there, and you went back to the <laughs> yeah, you know, strikes and gutters. But I mean, you know, we you mentioned Ty Gibbs, and he's I think this was his third race. He had finished first uh, in the first race, and then he finished second in the second race, and now finishing fourth. That's pretty damn impressive. I don't care who you are, or what kind of car you're in. You're getting three straight uh, top five finishes from a from an 18 year old kid, uh, the owner's grandson. It, I think that's pretty damn impressive. Yep, in the 54 car, you know, just I think Ty Dillon's in it next though, so <laughs> we'll see what had happened. 
Uh, two guys that uh, pretty dis- disappointing finishes. Uh, Brandon Brown finished 27th. Riley Herbs finishing 29th. Yeah, and they both got Martinsville. They were running strong, but you just get roughed up. And uh, I think Herbs dropped out of the top 12. You know, actually, they both did. Yeah, knocked them both out because last week we were talking about Gregson and that were uh, needed to get going, and they passed them. So a little flip flop there at the uh, the cutoff line. And then another guy that ran into some bad luck was uh, Almondinger. Bad luck early, Bolt gone away from the sway bar, but he was able to pull out a uh, 13th place finish. Strong finish. Uh, colleague cars reshuffled four through six, but they're still four through six um, in good standing. And then uh, you brought, you texted me about this post race, Galding versus Groff. Um, I listened to an interview after the race. Galding basically said, Yes, I wrecked him and I would do it again. Uh, he said that uh, Groff was doing some funny business, like pulling in front of guys and stepping on the brakes type stuff. Um, the funny thing, though, from the, the uh, interview is Galding claimed that his owner, uh, Jimmy Means, was okay with it. I like, I think he might've been okay with it because he still finished the race, but I don't think owners are really ever okay with you wrecking their car or damaging your car. I would have to hear that directly from Jimmy means before I, I trust what uh, uh, Gary Galding has to say on that front. Did you get to see the fight? Not yet. It was a wrestling match. It was, uh, well, was it better than the Gregson, uh, it's hard to tell because when the camera the, the cameras didn't get it until one of them was on top of the other and yeah. they were wrestling around. There's like probably a, 20 NASCAR officials all yeah, so hobbling over but, there. Yeah, but two straight weeks or two straight races, you know, fist the cuffs. So, right, we'll see what happens. We like the drama. And then uh, Martinsville, no hot dog stand. Yeah, I never, you know, I knew they were famous for the clocks. I never knew they were famous till the about the hot dogs until the. Uh, Either Austin Dillon or uh, Blaney, Ryan Blaney, had mentioned they were talking about what would be in a, a Virginia museum or whatnot, and they talked about the Virginia or the the uh, Martinsville hot dogs. And then later they had a little uh, graphical sketch, you know, like old timey footage of the hot dog stand, which is apparently world famous in the infield. So, hmm. you know, I have a bucket list which I keep adding stuff to it and I cross very few things off it. It's now up to 42,069 items. Um, but I just put the hot dog thing on there. So chicken yeah. chip bingo, we crossed off, yeah. but then it got replaced. So, <laughs> so you're still at 42,069. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move to, it was supposed to be Saturday night's race. We got, I believe it was 42 laps in. And then we restarted 4 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Denny Hamlin in stage one was dominant pre-reign. And I think we can all agree we saw Ryan Blaney's dominance early on. And I think we could all agree he was the best car. We'll get into what happened in stage three later. But it was hard to argue that he was by far the most dominant one. And then the other guys that we saw just throughout uh, stage one was uh, Martin Truex Jr. and Chase Elliott. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was, it was, we'll talk about it later. The theme of the whole thing, though, was Hamlin was dominant in short runs, Blaney was dominant in long runs. So to me, the winner of the race was going to be whether the last yellow flag was at 
20 laps, which would favor Hamlin, or if it was more than 20, which would have favored Blaney. But spoiler alert, we're going to split the difference on that one. <laughs> well, let's, uh, before we get, we'll, t- we'll tell you that uh, Martin Truex Jr. did win the race. Chase Elliott finished second, missed out on BOGO. Uh, Denny Hamlin third, William Byron fourth, and Kyle Larson uh, finished fifth. You brought this up, and I didn't really think about it until you sent it to me. Ryan Blaney had about four different shades of yellow on his car, and it was very annoying. Yeah, um, I it annoyed me. His rims and numbers were definitely a different color yellow than the – they were almost like the old Jimmy Johnson number yellow. And I remember Jimmy Johnson's last race, a lot of cars had that colored number. Yeah. And it doesn't match the Pennzoil, and it reminded me – I'm going to offend some people, some of our listeners maybe on this one. <laughs> It reminded me, I'm a big Christmas light guy. If you're ever putting Christmas lights up, don't mix your whites. You have the old school, like yellowish whites, and then you have your new school LED bluish lights. When you mix those up on your house, it just looks awful. And that's what um, Ryan Blaney's car looked like. Now, maybe Pennzoil wanted that because it got me talking about it. I'm still going to put Quaker State in, but uh, unless... Pennzoil wants to sponsor me but yeah don't don't mix your yellows don't mix your christmas whites either pick the old school or pick the led yeah it looks bad when you cross it i know some of you out there are doing it just giving you some tips and then uh one car that did look pretty badass we mentioned it and i i i almost texted you in no shit about five laps later is when this happened ryan priest was up there in the top 15 i think he was 13th and i almost yeah. te- and I was like, you were working a baseball game, so I didn't want to text you too much about it because I didn't want, you know, spoiler alert. But he was up there, and then he just plummeted, got hit, and then he had a fire paint scheme, and then there was a fire in the back of his car. Yeah, unlike Ryan Blaney, the fire on his car matched the fire. <laughs> like, his fires matched. Um, yeah, that was the, the one. Like, Ryan Priest, I, two or three races – into the season we were talking about how he was up there he was like sixth or seventh yeah and it's been a death spiral since then hopefully jt g doherty gets that uh fixed in the right direction but uh yeah the fires matching fire so ryan blaney won stage one denny hamlin finished second truex third chase elliott fourth and kyle larson was fifth at the end of stage one um, a couple guys that were in the top 10 that fell off, we'll mention that, were uh, Keselowski and Daniel uh, or Bowman and Brad Keselowski. But stage two was just like uh, stage one. It was Hamlin early again, the short runs. He was dominant. Blaney uh, better in the long runs. And then Truex was third throughout. Bowman was up there, but then Chase Elliott kind of caught him. And Chase, to me, and he kind of mentioned it in his post game, is he was kind of like that in between. And you mentioned it too is you know he was good just throughout he was good on the short runs good uh in the long runs didn't really uh let anybody get too far out in front of him but he was just consistently good all day um and he was able to beat uh bowman to finish uh in fourth in stage two yeah it was uh i mean it was a theme throughout and it made the race sort of exciting because you knew it was going to be someone wasn't going to run away with the race um just because there were so many guys in contention throughout and the uh, another guy you mentioned, Cody Ware. <laughs> he was plucked more times than the Rosa Tralee. Or so I've been told. <laughs> yeah, like I like I said, I only saw two times. 
Mike Mike Joy sounded exasperated and he sounded like he was pissed off that Cody Ware was actually in the race. And he said Cody Ware caused three of the yellows. I looked at the official documents and they only had him down for two and I only remembered two. So maybe Mike Joy is remembering another race, but you yeah, know. I only, see, I only see two on my... Uh, yeah, and it goes back to, I respect all the, the drivers. So, you know, there's some that are have better rides than others and some that have better cars. And I don't know. To me, it sounded uh, like I don't think the official NASCAR guy should be, you know, you're calling the race. You shouldn't be doing that, but I don't know. I don't know if a double a from the Xfinity race would have done that. He's more even keeled. Yeah. Well, you know, Mike, what was with Mike Joy's nose, by the way, did you know? I don't know. I noticed that too. We were talking. Yeah. About that. Okay. Just, well, I don't know. I didn't yeah. want to say anything either. I didn't either, but I did, but you, hey, did you notice, know. did you notice that uh, there was no plastic in between Jeff Gordon and Clint Boyer this week? They heard my me mocking it last week. Yeah, so maybe, maybe they'll hear my other mocking thing. Said, We're not going to worry about wasting our money on this plastic anymore. Yeah, let's uh, talk about the third stage or stage three. And there was another caution. I mean, it was ridiculous. And the good the good news was is these cars are going you know sixty miles an hour in the middle of the turn. So when a guy gets spun out, the guys you know it's they can avoid them pretty easy. I think at one point they showed that there was six cautions in the first two stages. And I think there ended up being eight or nine in the uh, third stage. And we had the little big one, uh, which took out some, I wouldn't say they were contenders, but with some notable names and Kyle Bush, Brad Keselowski, Michael McDowell, Alex Bowman, Cole Custer, Kurt Bush, Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez, and our guy, Matt DiBenedetto. Yeah, I mean, it ruined the Bernice tribute race, definitely. Um, and then, like, some of them, it didn't knock them out all the way. It just, you lost position and you couldn't make position up. But it definitely took out um, my pick, Brad Kozlowski, who, you know, I'm going to say he was going to win the race. No. <laughs> I was just kidding. I'm joshing you. No. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it just took him out of having good finishes. So instead of finishing in the the – the teens or whatnot, they all finished. A lot of them finished 32nd, 33rd, 34th. Or, yeah. So, yeah, it sucked for them. And it was a – I think it was an avoidable wreck, but most are at Martinsville. But people – it's just racing, they say. Yeah. You know, it's just short track racing. That's what they kept mentioning. Yeah, short. yeah. But uh, – and then there was another uh, big caution that uh, you it, it changed the tide of the race and it was chase briscoe uh had a flat tire and spun out caused a uh, caution with 48 to go at least it wasn't cody Ware. <laughs> <laughs> well mike joy probably thought it was him but uh drew moved up two spots but the biggest one and uh ryan blaney just looked exasperated in your words after the race and just pissed off at his i don't know if it was his fault or his pit crew's fault he had another pit penalty as they took the uh, the, the lug nut gun uh, with him, and he had to take a penalty. But I mean, kudos to him; he was able to finish 11th and kind of he. I think he started in 20th, so in the last yep. 45 or so laps, he was able to move up and uh, creep into the top uh, top 11. It looked he, looked he passed Bush one time to get into 10th, but he did finish 11th. But unfortunately for Blaney, I mean, he he was the most dominant car and just. He, uh, he and we, I think he went, I think with the last yellow being at lap 48, we talked about anything over 20 laps probably favored him. Yeah. I, I think he, 
he's definitely in the fray. It would have been him, Truex, and and Chase at the end. Um, so sad, you know. His life. Did you already mention it? Maybe or did you not? Yeah, the Bogo. Well, no, the third straight race at yeah. Martinsville. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. Wow. I you know. I talk sometimes, but yeah, I'm still, re- I'm still remembering the episode of Dawson's Creek I just watched. Sort of sad ending to the the second season, yeah. but. Well, you know, as you mentioned, third straight race at Martinsville with a pit penalty. The last two times before yesterday, he had um, finished in second. This time he finished in 11th after winning the first two stages. And we mentioned it, or we would, thought about mentioning 46 points for Blaney. Um, that comes with a two-stage wins, um, came with two playoff points. So a big day for him, even when he finished 11th. I was going to, uh, there's something I wanted to talk about is the, he finished in 11th he had more points than some guys in the uh in the the that finished like third fourth fifth and it goes back to a lot of people short pitting and uh in he didn't and it's it's important to get the point it's a weird you have the different uh the stuff going on as far as the the pit strategies and whatnot and winning the stages is huge um if you're a guy that's going to have to get in on points, it came up actually more in the, uh, the Xfinity race, some guys that short pitted, um, they lost points and guys that finished ahead of them actually or behind them, like 10, 12 laps behind or spots behind. I mean, got more points. Cause they're, there's, it's just something that the stages has brought into this that you got to pay attention to. Well, so Martin Truex, you know, won the race. Uh, he got 56 points. Denny Hamlin was uh, finished third in the race, but he was second in points uh, with 52, and he just continues to be dominant uh, throughout the season. Chase finished second in the race, but he was third in points with 49. And then, as you mentioned, Ryan Blaney finished 11th, but he finished fourth in points with uh, 46. So it just proves to your point, you know, you can run into those penalties, but, I mean, you got to be dominant all day, but those stage points really come in uh, to play, and Blaney, despite his – 11th place finish was able to get the uh, fourth most amount of points yeah actually the guy i wanted to mention it was in xfinity was jeremy clements he got all the the stage points and he finished um 14th in the race but he got more points than brandon jones who finished fifth but he uh short pitted twice so brandon jones probably going for the win there but it gets you on the back end if you don't win Go back to the cup. I'm sorry. I messed up the whole um, show. No, so another guy that we wanted to mention was Tyler Reddick, finishing in eighth place. He had started the race 13th, then finished in the top 10 in stage one, finished eighth in stage two, and then was able to uh, get the uh, eighth place finish. Uh, Didn't get us cheddar. Did it get us cheddar? No, it was uh, Children's Vineyards was his sponsor. Yeah, but, oh, so that's only when Cheddar's is on his car? Well, he would still have to, I thought he had to win the race. Well, can we get Cheddar's? I mean, we'll ask them. They like us. They follow us. Or yeah. they like our stuff on Twitter. And then another, uh, this group, I don't know what to think of them. Um, we talked about them in the quarter break. The Stuart Haas Racing, just another. I almost texted you after the end. of They were, if there was about three more laps left in stage one, they would have gotten all four of their guys would have gotten lapped by Blaney. And because it was the last two that were on the lead lap was uh, Eric Amarola and Kevin Harvick, and they were neck and neck. And Blaney was right on their ass when the uh, end of stage one came out. And 
they are just struggling and I don't know what the problem is. Uh, Harvick was able to finish ninth, but again, that's been him all year, top yeah. 10, but not competitive. Yeah. And he wasn't even close. He was down for the count. And he was also in the god awful bush, no alcohol. No one wants to drink bush <laughs> with no alcohol. Can we talk about this? I love bush, the blue gummies. But my God, no one wants, no one drinks bush for the taste of bush. So no one's going to drink it without the alcohol. But thanks for making it. Nah, uh, they got the nah, right? Bush, nah, nah. <laughs> I'll get off my alcoholic soapbox there, but no one, if I ever have to drink. If they come out with eight ball whiskey, nah, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> so other Stuart Haas uh, cars, Cole Custer finished 18th, Eric Amarola 20th, and Chase Briscoe finished 27th. So again, a very, very disappointing day for Stuart Haas. Don't know what's wrong with them. We want to root for him. We like uh, Kevin Harvick. I lo- Like I said, I love Bush beer. We like, you know, these guys. Eric Amarola has good paint schemes. I want to root for him, but they are just, they have to be one of the least competitive teams right now and the least competitive of like the yeah. ones. That and even Amarola was sort of starting to get competitive in the race. And then he gets, uh, he gets bumped a couple of times, tire rub and whammo. He finished in 20th. Yeah. A little tire rub, but I mean, and then another guy that was a little disappointing was Michael McDowell finishing 31st. He started 14th. He, yeah, I, I went he back, though. He, he was in the wreck. He was in the 20s. Yeah. But, yeah, he needs to uh, – good for him, though. Truex won, so a repeat winner. So Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, right. the, the, he's on the bottom of the, the, the point – the race winners, he's on the bottom. So, yeah. Well, another guy that we saw out front, and I think it was the first time we had seen him uh, lead a couple laps, and that was uh, Bubba Wallace. He led for 23 laps, drifted back to 16th, but it was a pitch strategy. Him and a couple guys didn't pit. Newman was another guy that was out there with him um, that didn't pit, but he was able to get out to the front. And he's a guy, 16th is okay. Probably Michael Jordan probably wants him to be a little bit better, but yeah, I mean, if you're going to finish 16th, though, too, you got to get some stage wins in there yeah. or stage points. I did um, think it was funny, too, when um, he was in the lead. It was him and Newman, and Denny and Blaney were coming through the pack. And it was kind of awkward because you knew Blaney or uh, Hamlin had the better car. And it's like, okay, my owner's kind of right on my ass. He's a little bit faster than me. Like, what do <laughs> I do? Like, do I skirt up a little bit? He battled him for a little bit and eventually uh, Hamlin was able to pass him. But I always think that's got to be weird when you're, uh, when your boss is kind of, you know, riding you like that. Yeah. So as we mentioned, Hamlin led 276 laps, finished third. Blaney led 157 and then Truex uh, wins by, uh, leading 20 laps yeah i mean and it's weird because uh blaney is his alone win last uh this year was the old uh let someone lead the whole race and then yep who was a larceny passed in yeah, the last 20 laps yep right after he uh called the xfinity race too yeah uh, another guy that you mentioned Corey lajoy uh was running till reddick tore his nose off yeah that was a uh god the pit there is so tight I mean, we talked about how they can only host two events uh, there in a weekend. Like, I never realized how tight that whole infield is. And, I mean, that's a paperclip, you know, then. And then uh, your long shot, Alex Bowman, running in the top five until he has a lo- had a loose wheel. And we have a public service announcement for everybody. Yeah. See, what you want to do is you want to put on all your lug nuts and you want to make sure they're not loose. Yeah. 
That's good. So no, 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 during the race, no loose lug nuts. After the race, jump on loose lug nuts podcast, Instagram, Twitter. That's it. Those um, are the only loose lug nuts you want to have is just, yeah. Us well, they were even talking about how some people were only, uh, Clint Boyer mentioned that there'd probably be some issues with loose wheels because to get speed in the pits, they were only putting four lug, uh, four nuts on some of the cars, huh. um, which seems like a shaky deal because I know. They put five on there for a reason, or six. I never looked at a NASCAR like lug nut thing. It's five, right? I think it's five. I five. always thought it was five. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason there's five there. Yeah, five. When you watch yeah. it, it goes. Yeah. So, uh, so let's talk about it. With uh, 102 laps left, Truex got turned sideways. And it's pretty damn impressive. I mean, he was up there the whole time, but it was pretty impressive to see him come back. Yeah, I mean, like that was if that was a race right there. If he doesn't cry, I mean, if he crashes, we might even have another uh, little big one because that was in front. So you're taking all the cars in the, the first 10 spots out. The fact that he was able to save it. And but then Logano gave him the spot back. Oh, yeah. Because Logano's like, I don't want to be ahead of him because he will wreck me. <laughs> Because uh, I think Truex probably owes him a couple from the past few years. So. Well, was it, uh, wasn't it at uh, Martinsville or was it Homestead where Logano took him out to win the? Championship? I think it was Martinsville. Yeah, so he knew he's got memories. Yeah, but I mean, I think that was a professional move though, where Logano goes, "Hey, you know, I I know I bumped you, I, you know, I messed up." Yeah, and there's 102 laps at that point. Yeah. So. And it was smart, you know, just kind of back off them. You know, you messed up. You didn't mean to do it. Probably not, but. Uh, smart by Logano and again like no harm no foul obviously he ended up winning the race and you know he might be a little angry but I thought it was a good professional move and, and in the long run Logano's car wouldn't have been up there at the end he was yeah. one of the cars that faded every every yeah. run he was so. one in the he started in the front row and he dropped all the way down to like 18th I want to say in stage one yeah he, he uh they weren't set up the way they needed to be yeah, he Which is the same as because the Penske cars weren't uh, what I thought they'd be. Yeah, he ended up finishing ninth, but there was one point where he dropped all the way. Uh, he was below uh, De Benedetto because I had both of them in my fantasy lineup, and I was like, God damn. Yeah. But uh, another guy, we mentioned him early on, and that was Ryan Newman. He was in the top 10 at the end, and then B uh, Bush and Bubba kind of banged him around. He finished 19th, but I mean, he was finishing on like three wheels. His car had been jacked around different ways. Uh, just a gritty performance, and then it was just short track racing. Short track racing. I'm going to, uh, if I'm ever a, they're not SIDs, are they, in uh, in NASCAR? If I'm ever a NASCAR SID, I'm just going to tell my guys to say it's short track racing. Because <laughs> that's what I tell my baseball guys. They just answer everything with it's baseball. Yeah, it's baseball. I let, I let the soccer people actually answer questions yeah. a little bit more, maybe. But yeah, baseball. You, I got to do say it's a baseball, and people are like, "Oh my god, it is!" Yeah, <laughs> you know that's just short track racing. You're like, "Yeah, you're right." You know. <laughs> uh, so Truex ends up winning the race and won it by a little bit, and I think it was more so because uh, Hamlin and Chase kept battling back and forth. No one could uh, between second and third. They were busy battling each other. Truex was just uh, going away from everybody awesome burnout i think he went the whole way and he kind of started it when he came off turn four and crossed the finish line you see he was kind of sliding a little yeah. bit and then he went all the way around and then uh it was pretty awesome we saw somebody threw a beer can at him so i don't know why people don't like uh martin at martinsville it's named after him apparently and uh yeah. they just don't like him but 
And, you know, I didn't see the brand of the beer, but if you threw a Coors Banquet, you'd need to leave the stadium. To me, it just looked like a silver can. And I was like, I thought it was something that came out of his car. And then and then I watched it again, and it was definitely a beer can. But I – so hopefully it was just a regular Coors Light because no one drinks that. Or maybe yeah. – maybe you know, what it, you know what it could have been. What's that? A Bush no alcohol because no one oh, – God, if it was anyway. Bush no alcohol, like <laughs> throw them all down there. <laughs> Uh, and then the other one that I thought was funny was in the post-game interview with uh, a friend of the program, Jamie Little. Uh, Chase Elliott, team knows bros. Team knows bro. Like, it wasn't even just nose showing. It was almost mouth. Like, I think it might have been some of mouth. Like, I've never seen a – like, I wear mine around the chin all day just because – Because you want a chin diaper, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, well, the second someone comes by me, I can pull it up and show that I care. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and you know, we got rid of the plastic last week. Maybe us talking about it this week, we can get rid of the mask. Maybe. Or just let them keep. Oh, we want to keep Jamie Little safe, so keep them on. Or we could just have them keep their helmets on. Yeah. Just, you know, kind of do the post-race interviews like they do in race interviews where they're just sitting in there and they, you know, Jamie Little can be like, hey, Chase, you got a copy? <laughs> are they actually talking through that walkie-talkie or is that i don't know how they do well no i think the announcers definitely are but i don't know how the race car drivers do it no but i mean is that at, like yeah is that just a microphone that looks like a walkie-talkie or is that a really walkie-talkie no i think they're clicking it like it's a real walkie-talkie it's ah, okay i wasn't sure i just thought that was a prop no i think it's real but i mean i also thought wwe was real until i was like 15 so well i also thought the the penny machines at like carnivals and stuff yeah i thought it had pre-smashed pennies in it i never knew those were actual it's actually smashing your penny i didn't think you yeah. can exert that much force but with all the gears and shit that's actually because i we were in san antonio at that uh tower they got yeah tower and, of america's and my mom marked a penny with a uh magic marker and i was like yeah see or uh, a red marker and i was like yeah, it's not going to have red on it. We smashed the effing thing. Fucking red streak on the damn penny. My like my whole life changed. And now every time I'm at a penny machine, I'm like, I'm I'm doing it because I'm smashing the, the damn penny. Yeah. All so, right. So last thing. I don't know how up. we got into that fucking story. <laughs> so let's wrap it up. Your last thing. Uh, did Truex get a splinter? I don't know if I'm the only one that saw it. And then you can't see it on the replay because they cut it off of the what you yeah. get on YouTube TV now. But he was posing with the clock and he like ran his hand down it and then he like looked at his effing finger like he got a splinter which you know you got when you're a driver you got to take care of your hands yeah i understand that but i think i'm the only one that saw a instagram us or text us if you actually saw what i saw yeah i definitely think he got a, a splinter i don't know if it was bad enough to keep him out of the next race but we'll let you know on thursday all right so, well we will be back uh on friday for uh we will preview richmond coming up this weekend and then next weekend we got a big episode coming as we preview talladega but uh if you want to follow us on twitter it's loose lug nuts pod follow us on instagram at loose lug nuts podcast for thomas dick i'm evan roberts we will see you again on friday as we get ready for richmond richmond baby rva i think they call it i got some friends out there maybe they'll go to the race I grew up in Texas where football was my game.
Thank you for the ride. 